Welcome, crew, to What Are Your Three, a Channel 3 podcast where we take a member of the Channel 3 community, discuss three games of their choosing, go through some honorable mentions and some other odds and ends for a nice little video game discussion. I'm Dan Tucker, and with me as always... Wait, that's 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 uh, this is this is episode forty-five, and uh, and we've broken tradition. Part of which is our world. Yeah, part part of which is my fault. Part of which is also now the three separate voices have been heard on here, and we are breaking tradition with episode forty-five. Ray Ray could not record due to health, and then he was uh, heading on a little heading on a little family time. But in the interest of uh, getting ahead of the holiday season, still due to my actual life. We, we we're using a sub, so with me as always is not El Ray tonight, but rather Ender Phoenix, Matt Matacon. For I guess we got it. We that, the our, our guest was confused when I referred to him as just Matt or as Ender Phoenix and not as <laughs> Matacon. I'm not I'm not making Starscream jokes. We're not doing that here tonight. You can. You I don't just care. made one. Yeah, I got nothing. Well, it's hey, all Matt, good. Welcome. You, you had to call in a ringer. I'm here to help. Always always here to help our channel three brethren to uh get the podcast out make sure it's done on time but it's not about me tonight it's about our guest and today's guest he's been a fellow podcaster does some light streaming on twitch he does youtube video reactions and reviews he also has a burgeoning business on redbubble for for his stickers and to fix my egregious error from last time i was on the show i have prepared something special for this guest tonight fixing old game boys a oh, real yeah. life Power Ranger. He's the bearded nerd. Welcome, one, two, Zach. Three, Howdy, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, perfect. Nailed it. I do a lot of things. All of them. You, but you. More, most you? importantly, you got a haiku dedicated to you. Oh, that's true. I, I, I feel very special now. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I got a lot of uh, junk back for not having a haiku on the episode I was on. So I figured I might as well make it extra special for you tonight. Oh, you're so sweet. At some at some point, Matt moved into the haiku reviews. It was not as an, it was not always his bit, but but within short order, it became his bit. And then he went. He was not prepared with a haiku, so here he is. However many episodes, I can't remember what number yours was, but here we are. These episodes later, and and all is right with the world. But we're not here to talk about you, Matt. We're here to talk about well, Halo Three to start things off. Do we want to give the theme out of your list? Do you want Do you want to start off with that, or are we just going to kind of roll and uh, kind of wander into your theme? Okay, so obviously in honor of Channel Three, I, I picked I picked my games with the best with, with the best threes. So um, Halo Three was actually the first game, believe it or not, and, and all of these have some significance to me. So Halo Three was the first FPS game that I ever played. So it was the game that actually got me to transition. I had a, I grew up and I had a PlayStation and then a PlayStation Two, and then I played Halo Three at a buddy's house and fell in love. And my next console went not a PS Three to an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. So fell in love with the with, with the franchise like as as a whole and really delved really deep into it. I have a I have a, I have a gigantic I have a whole shelf over there devoted to nothing but Halo. It needs to be two shelves because it's just stacked up with with so much stuff that it I don't know. I'm surprised it hasn't gave away yet. And then Super Mario Brothers three was actually the first video game that I oh, hold physically, on hold on hold on oh, wait 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 we're gonna, we're gonna stick with Halo for a minute here. Hands up, I got shoot. I gotta tell you. <laughs> Well, I gotta tell you, first of all, your shelf's not done yet because I just we we just had a news article drop, and you know there's a hundred and fifty dollar Mega Block set that just released. I saw little, it. I want the Bobo it. Lego set. <laughs> the three sixty Lego set with yeah, I want it. It's I want a, it so a, bad. 
for those who have not seen, if you go to the the news uh, the news page, a, a it's a mega block. So it's it's like it's the Legos that never quite connect right. It's the it's that I other it, brand. <laughs> I think it, I, th- I think it I think it drops on the eighth. I thought I thought it was the is 8th. that is that what the date is? I, I just saw the build of I it. it was, they, I think it was. I think it's it, the eighth. I think it's the the controller looks really good. I gotta say for the three sixty. So you get a three sixty the controller and Halo three cartridge for that thing. So it's one hundred and fifty bucks, but. I think uh, I think that's it's looking like you got a spot ready to go over there on the shelf for it. Uh, it is definitely out of stock already. <laughs> yeah, that pre orders out of stock. It uh, yeah, coming October eighth. Yep, pre orders have sold out uh, for Target, and that was the exclusive place to pick it up. So, oh, hey Matt, I need you to work some magic on Timu and find it for me. <laughs> I am going to keep a very close eye. Number one, I will not shop at Timu. This has been a discussion. <laughs> across multiple uh, channels, but I I will keep an eye on some of my other sites for you. So don't worry about that. Yeah, if you try you try to order that thing on Timu, you're going to get an actual Xbox 360 just dead from the Red Ring of Death. Be nice. There's still an Xbox 360 next to me. You ready? You ready? Here, I got you. Hear the ding? <laughs> it turned on. No, I was opening and closing the tray. There it there, is. There it was. There we got the ding. The dings. I had to hit it you, a bunch of times because I used that as the sensor, Dan. I had to be really, <laughs> really quiet. Oh my but god! But that wasn't the that that wasn't the old one. That's that's the slim model. Well, hey, I, I want to ask you about Halo Three. I got a, I got a couple questions, and we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get over to Mario Three. If you're not that that is a that is a favorite of mine. We're gonna get there. But I, I want to ask you. So you said this was your your transition you you moved from the xbox i mean the playstation over to the xbox you became a, an xbox player at that point had you played halo one halo two other xbox games or was this just the nope this was it wow this was the this was the very first first person shooter game and xbox exclusive that i ever played never played gears of war never played anything else and and hey sat down and my buddy and I played through the Halo Three campaign co-op and uh, in in a weekend together, and it I just like fell in love with the with the genre of first-person shooters as as a whole. But Halo's universe just like really took me by surprise because I grew up and my grandfather watched a lot of sci-fi films and stuff like that. So it was kind of neat to, to it was kind of neat to finally get like a game that had a story outside of what I was used to playing. Cause I play a lot of platformers and most platformers don't have stories. Um, and then I play, and then the other games I played were like action game or like action, uh, adventure games. Like, uh, I played the force unleashed before, before that. And then I play like rinky dink games, like racing games. And then the only other thing that had a story that I played before that were like the, the WWE SmackDown versus raw games. So they had a story, but they, they also didn't have a story. Yeah. They, the rich narrative feature of the, uh, the wrestling games of the, uh, the end of the nineties and two thousands create, create a character. Then, then, then you took your character through the storyline. That was the, and that's still the thing. If they, they, they always give us good creative character storylines for the most part. So, so you, so you never got to experience the Duke then. So you, you really moved into the Xbox 360 being the first controller. That probably, that probably helped too. Uh, to an extent. So it was funny actually. Um, after that, um, my uh, my cousin still had an Xbox and he lived with my grandmother. So when we go over there, it was funny. I actually, I actually saw him playing Halo Two. So I played Halo Two with him after that, which was a lot of fun. And then he uh, he got a, he got a 360 and started playing playing halo online there and i was like can i play and he's like no 
He's like, yeah, you probably wouldn't be probably wouldn't be very good. But I was also he was seventeen year old teenage cousin, and I was like twelve year old little cousin that too, had too that, cool. that knew nothing that knew nothing. Yeah, pretty much. It was probably for the best. He was protecting you from the 360 online scene. That was that's not somewhere for a 12 year old to be wandering. Oh, it's okay. I still figured it out once I got my. So, so that was the funny thing too. Was right after that, that 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 following Christmas, like that's all I talked about the rest of the year. Was I wanted a 360? I wanted a 360, and it was funny because I was under the impression that I would never get another video game from my parents ever again. Because in 2008, my um my father bought me a copy, a brand new copy of SmackDown vs. Raw 2008, and. Uh, I want to say like six months later after I finished it and got bored with it, I traded it into GameStop and he was very, very upset because he was like, you traded in a $60 game and how much did they give you for it? They only gave you $20 for it. What is wrong with you? And he was so upset. He was like, I'll never buy you another video game for Christmas ever again. So I was under the impression I wouldn't get it. And then Christmas rolled around and I opened up everything and I was like, I was super happy. I was, you know, not ungrateful. And then I opened that last package and I literally just started crying I was so happy. And then that also delved into me finding, figuring out a couple months later um, how to bridge the internet connection between my laptop and a white Xbox 360 to give my Xbox 360 a wireless adapter, essentially, <laughs> and playing Halo online. Listen, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy to hear you're doing all of that, but I'm, I'm happier that Matt's here. So I, I don't have you and Ray ganging up on me that, but Matt and I are old and, you're a Nintendo shill? No, no, no. Oh, no, not, not, not that. Well, yes, but not that part. But I just mean the, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Matt. By by this point, Matt and I hit, were were well graduated off in in the working world, and uh, <laughs> meanwhile, you're putting all this together and uh, stringing pieces together on your own. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, this is where Ray would usually come in and drop an elbow on me and point out my age. So I'm grateful. Well, I just I go into the fact that you're saying that you know Halo Three was your first Halo experience. You didn't own the original Xbox, which is where we all cut our teeth, you know, learning. Oh, here's how a FPS is supposed to be played with a controller and and joysticks for aiming and turning. Whereas you know, I go back to some really old games. If you remember, I'm like, uh, oh no, there was a game on Genesis called Zero Tolerance where you're using the D-pad to move back and forth and turning. It was insane halo really was that that revolution of first person shooter on a console but since you experienced it on xbox 360 you got like dan said a premium experience on the controller so my question to you is when you went through and played co-op or maybe when you did it normally did you ever try the legendary difficulty did you ever make it through that uh, as a kid, no, I got so frustrated with it. And I think that was the first time I'd ever broken a controller in my life <laughs> because I memorized, I memorized that campaign from front to freaking back. Like it was, it, it was a person from the seventies memorizing a Pac-Man. I memorized it and still couldn't get past it. And it made me so upset. And I think to this day, the only time that I've ever beat a uh, Halo campaign on legendaries, if it's co-op, I don't think I've ever done it solo by myself. I'm right there with you in that club. Well, it's just at this point in time, I just I I'm enjoying how rich the story is, and 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 that's the th- and, and that's the thing for me with like so so staying in the Halo realm, Halo Infinite. Everyone dogged on the multiplayer not being new and it being boring, and and everyone dogged on it missing these this feature and that feature, and I'm just like, 
man, I'm just happy that it gave me a good story. It gave me a little bit of redemption from the last story. I get they were following the storyline in the last in in the last game, but I just I I needed I need I needed more Master Chief in my life. Locke's cool and all, but he's not my he he's a he's a side character. I hate to say it, he's a side character. But they tried making him a main character, it just didn't work. Dan's just sitting there with a grin on his face. <laughs> no, you're 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 up, Matt. We're moving on. Okay, cool. So moving on to the next game, you already, you know, l- let the cat out of the bag, but that's okay. So your next game is Super Mario Brothers 3, a 4.8 on Channel 3 with over 118 reviews. The There are some who say that out of all of the 8-bit Marios that this is the best one. How do you feel about that? Um, yes. So I played them all. Uh, I have played every, I'm, I'm pretty sure I played every Mario they ever released. So my first exposure to video games as, 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 as I can remember, I was, I had to have been like three years old. Had to have been. Cause I remember my mom had a, a Nintendo and she had three games for it. She had super Mario brothers three, um, the legend of Zelda. And I do not remember the third game. I think it was Dr. Mario. If I'm, if, if I'm remembering right. Um, and I put in Super Mario Bros. 3, and that is when I, like, I, I knew that I was going to play video games from then on. I started, I, like, I played that game so many times, I think, I think my fastest speedrun is, like, I think I've speedrun the game 16 minutes before. I, I know so, the fastest, I know the fastest speedrun is, like, six or seven minutes. It's kind of, it's something, it's, like, yeah, half yeah. it's, like, stupid. But, um, I, like, I've, I've, I know that game front and back. I could play it, probably play it blindfolded. Don't quote me on that because it's been a very, it's still been a long time, but every time, so it's like my comfort game when I get bored at this point, like if I'm really bored and I just need something to play really fast, like I'll literally just, it's, it's so convenient now on the switch. I just load it up on, on, on the online service and I'll just sit down and I'll play through it as fast as I can play through it. This is where I would tell Ray to remind me, we, we need to do a challenge and a tagline for play, play Mario three blindfolded on stream. And, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the speedrunners do it, and it is insane. I don't, I don't. I don't know if my. I. I don't. You know, maybe back in the day when I was playing it, like that was the only game I had to play. I could probably have done it when I was a kid, but like now, I don't know. I just feel like feel. Uh, you know, I'm not. I don't. I wouldn't say you I give feel it a, I'm old, but I feel old. You give it a second run. You need one run for the muscle memory to kick in. And then you can do the second run blindfolded once you remember it. Uh, no, I need one run on an original NES controller. Oh yes, it's, of course. Say it's, 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 it's not the same on new controllers. It is even. not. No, it, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right because I'm like now now that we use joysticks like religiously. That's all we like. We don't use D pads for anything but like secondary uh, action menu and options. And yeah, yeah. It's so I'm like, oh, it feels weird not using not trying to use the thumbstick to play it to, to play it now so it sounds like at 16 minutes you made judicious use of the whistles oh did 100%. you did you ever try going through the game start to finish no whistles yeah yeah of course i that was the only game i had to play as a kid and i and and i didn't i didn't play zelda because it was it, it, as a three-year-old not being able to read it was kind of boring all right I'll, no see, I'll, I'll, see a three-year-old i'll allow having is that, that's a good rationale for it the adults who still come at, at Zelda, no, no, yeah, no, no, take it easy. Uh, I mean, I mean, if I, I mean, I'll come at Zelda right now. Tears of the Kingdom no. isn't a real Zelda game. Changed my mind. We're not doing this. Is not this is not loot, bros. This is not. This is not yeah. trophy. Yeah, you, is, you can't. Yeah. 
Not a, not I'm going to start calling you Tricky. Take take that over to Proving Gamer. They'll be they'll be ready Any, for that discussion over there. Speaking of of combative nature, did you ever make use of the two player mode in Super Mario Brothers Three? I did. So it was actually funny. So um, after I discovered that, my uh, I went to I, I started going to my grandmother's house quite a bit. She had a Super Nintendo. Um, which is where she had Super Mario All-Stars, which is where I gained my exposure to most of the other Mario games that were out at the time. So she had Super Mario All-Stars and Super Mario World. Um, so that was where I got to kind of dig my teeth into the rest of the, the rest of the genre. And she had other games too, but you know, that was where I really got to sink in. And it was funny because my grandmother, you never thought she would be like a video game player. Like she doesn't look like she's an old Southern lady that... They they go they went to church and and it was all about Jesus and 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 in Southern cooking that was it and sometimes I could get her to and she would be like oh yeah so we we'd literally sit on her bed and we'd play Super Mario Brothers three together and then and then I'd laugh so hard I remember because I'd laugh so hard every time I went in and she knew that 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 as a four year old I was still better at it than her and I'd go in and I'd just do the little battle things and take her items from her. <laughs> I was going to say she's often, just trying to cross to get to level three, and there you are, just hitting the button as she as she crosses over. Going to say, how often did you turn snatch for so much? And that, and, and that was funny too because I was like, it, I I didn't know what the original the original Mario Brothers was at the time either, so I didn't know that that was the the direct direct translation essentially to that. Um, so when I got older, I appreciated it a little bit more. How often would you say, did you try to go for the white mushroom houses every time or, you know, how successful were you, were you in getting those? I completed, I, I, I've completed the game like completely, like in today's standards, what would be a hundred percent more times than I can count on both hands. It like, like I said, it, when, when that's the only game that's in your household as a kid and you, you know, you're not going to school and that's like all you have to do. You definitely uh, put some time into it. <laughs> just gotta leave that thing running. No save states. Gotta leave it burning. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm, pre- and and it was it was so upsetting too because I remember when I was seven at the time, my mother ended up selling the Nintendo in a garage sale with all that stuff, and I told her I wanted it and I wanted to keep it, and she still sold it. So, very see, so the, the, what did they expect was going to happen with with Halo Three then, or or what was going to happen with the wrestling game? They, what did they, you learned the lesson early. It was an early childhood trauma that caused you to sell that wrestling game. <laughs> I learned it from you, Mom. <laughs> that's yeah. You know, that's that, like I said. That was the worst part. Is just like and and then I and then in GameStop as a kid, you're just like, oh, I can get the new game that I want, and then you I have just to trade sell all your other old games, everything I own, in order to get one game. <laughs> yep. Oh. For the record, Zach may be a little too young for the I learned it from watching you comment. Oh, no, I know. That was only for we olds that that will. Uh, <laughs> the, the Jay Kleins of the world and, and whatnot. Anybody over 38 is going to get that joke. Uh, all right, though. Let's uh, let's move on to your third game. Uh, following up with the number three theme that we've got going here. Call of Duty Black Ops 3. 4.2 rated on the site. Still uh, a game eight years later. Still popping off. You want to know why? Because for the exact same reasons on my list, it had the best zombies. Oh, so we're because that that's been today alone. That's been a little bit of a, a hot topic. With uh, we'll we'll get to that with a future game. But so tell me, tell me what what, what makes the best zombies? 
Uh, so, I mean, just the Zombie Chronicles DLC, just being able to download all of the old maps and play the, all of the old maps, but in a remastered, uh, re revitalized setting with the new features that Black Ops 3 had, like the gobblegum system and stuff was was just fantastic. And, and it's still a game that my wife and I sit down and play together now. So she, that's that's about the only first-person shooter game I can get her to play with me. She's tried Apex. She's tried everything else that I play. She she despises it. She's not a competitive shooting shoot, shooter gamer. Um, she's a she's a casual zombies player. And, but when she plays it, she's like she. I've never seen my wife more competitive than when we're playing a game of zombies, ever. Like she's like, ha ha, you suck. And, and and she she just goes to town like she'll she'll berate me for not opening a door she'll berate me for not knowing like all of the Easter eggs on the map and I'm like this isn't my favorite thing in the world I enjoy playing it with you but this is not my favorite thing I'm not gonna go that in depth into I it. don't want to hear back. about your favorite thing just open the door coward is that what you're basically getting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's like I, I don't care you just, you have the money go open the door I'm like, okay yes dear find this, uh, find find, the, find this part okay you know some people may just feel you know. The, the, to say that you're lucky to have a loved one that will uh, play games with you. I mean, I do too. I don't know, Tucker, what's your experience? My, my, mine is Rock Band 4, and that's it. So, you, you yeah, that, that's that's the extent of it. I wish. I can't. I'm, I'm, I, I start singing at any point in time, and my wife's like, gives me a dirty look. You're distracting me. I can't <laughs> listen to them sing and hear you sing at the same time. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I really enjoy the song. Oh, my God. So... So have they just not captured it is the fact that they they did so much pulling back the older iteration because you're not the only one who feels this way about Black Ops Three like this is still actively played by a lot of people I didn't I didn't realize the zombies was that big for everybody it just it feels like every iteration since there has just kind of been I, I'm not nobody hates Call of Duty more than Call of Duty fans that's that's rule number one for Call of Duty I, I don't know yeah, what what yeah. that does but like every iteration since then there's been this or there's been that I mean. You know, Modern Warfare Two has been, been, you know, fairly positively received, but still, Black Ops Three, and I don't know if it's also like I know I have it. Like PlayStation just gives it to you for free, and I don't know if that has something to do with it. That like all the consoles just kind of gave it to you, and it's it's still out there. The online's still running. Uh, is that part of it too? Uh, I think now that the 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 revitalization has kind of come since. Xbox and Microsoft bought Activision, um, and they put in the effort to fix the servers on all of the old games. That's why we've seen a resurgence in playing multiplayer on the old games, too. The multiplayer was was good for the time. I think it's more of a nostalgia thing, though, at this point, because, you know, I'm 27. Uh, I Ouch. win. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm young. By the time this I'm, by the time I'm, this episode drops, I'll be forty. So it's it's a, and Matt's are, Matt's ahead of me. So yeah, we're over we're, the we're hill. Up. Congratulations, Dan! You're going to be a fifty percent through your lifespan. Yeah, the the uh, yeah best case scenario. The, the grays <laughs> if we're lucky. The, the grays are the grays are coming in further. I'd say it's well, and then that's why I told uh, I told somebody uh, recently they turned sixty, and I was like, "Hey, guess what? You're seventy five percent of the way through your life." And they're like, "I hate you." I, hey, I dig that math. I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> you got another twenty good years, and you maybe maybe not good. Good, good but, is a stretch, yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think it's a real big nostalgia thing because you know those were the games that when. I was growing up and you guys were probably like just getting like we were on second marriages and yeah. getting, getting now getting ready to graduate college and stuff like that. You know, granted. So those were, those were games where 
you got to be adults and have fun with your, you know, have fun with your friends as a young adult. That was your thing. Like, you know, so, so it's, it's people from, I'd consider you guys like the beginning of the generation that I caught the tail end of. Yeah. Matt, Matt and I were in our college apartment strapping, uh, strapping the modem to PlayStation twos and trying to use the, uh, the ethernet and what was the name of that apartment ash ashwood was that was was it the ashwood yeah yeah they, we, we were strapping it and organizing socom games across our apartment i was about to say, I was about to say trying trying to play socom online See, no we made it easy we just played smash brothers uh melee oh, yeah. on gamecube that didn't need to do anything special for that yeah so still had the four person n64 running around too uh, that's in storage somewhere with my parents and i'll probably Be careful your mom might take it to a yard sale you better watch it Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they've already sold it. Ouch. Matt, get hold of his parents. Give me Matt, that, give Matt, me that Matt 64. Knows, Matt, Matt knows the backstory to that one. Yeah. Moving Don't on. need to go into that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. This We're is good. a happy <laughs> podcast. This is a happy <laughs> but, but you want to know, it, it was a really pretty, it was the really pretty translucent orange one, though. Oh. It's that, that and Donkey Kong green one are the two, uh, the two rough ones to get a hold of. I, I was at a, uh, flea market by me and somebody had the donkey kong green n64 and it was and the, like like we've said on the loop bros multiple times new jersey stinks for used game market everybody knows what they have and they market it appropriately that's the same way here and that, like i said like, that's the biggest disparity now is flea markets are different everywhere but yeah so Nostalgia. That's the, I think that's the biggest thing with all these games. They're bringing them back. It's it's a nostalgia factor, and and also the fact that like so we as we as adults now we have kids. So well, mine mine is Matt. Matt doesn't have kids because he's he, I don't know. He's something. He he is his <laughs> wife's kid. That's the yeah <laughs> accurate. Um, that's fair. I mean, you see the Legos and 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 the Gundam in the background, and we, I mean. Yeah, that's, that's but awesome. listen to tell you the truth, that's what's being blocked by the the fall fall guys picture behind me. It's just four t- I can't, four folding tables of Legos behind me. I can't say anything. This keyboard's made out of Legos. Whoa, nice. So, I play with Legos too. It's okay. And we were just talking about getting a Lego Xbox 360. So, there's just an extent <laughs> I take it to. See, my Lego extent is your uh, mechanical keyboard, Zach. No, I want to uh, see, and and that's and and they've they've really done a good job at picking up on everyone's nostalgia because I want the Pac Man machine that moves. I want the Nintendo the the, the Nintendo oh. that has that has a TV that you can turn and it shows it's Mario right, jumping on it. It's right on the other side of the laptop here. Oh, the Nintendo is back here. I can't. It costs I, more than an actual working NES these days. Right. I was so mad too because I went to uh, the first time I ever noticed that they even had stuff like that was I went to one of the the flea markets out here, and it, basically it's a bunch of booths where they put numbers on stuff in a price and then you take it up to the front and, buy, and pay for it. But I saw it and it was like two hundred and sixty dollars and I was like, and it was already put together. I was like that that just loses the fun. That factor. takes the fun. What is it? No, like yeah, that was that was father son bonding time for me. I, I still have my Horizon. Uh, Tall neck that we're gonna do as a father son project. I want that thing built already. You I'm not paying for labor yet? on top of this. <laughs> it was, just, but I was like, man, I know, I know, Lego sets are ridiculous, but you're selling this in a flea market, man. You could have probably already sold this on eBay. Why are we, why are we slacking here? And that's the worst part is you can't haggle with them. I can't be like, I'll give you a hundred dollars cash and I'll get it out of your booth. 
because it was taking up the whole bottom section of their glass case. All right, I'm, I'm ending this misery. So, so we we had a trio of threes. We're going yep. into your. You have an honorable mention here. Um, is, is this an honorable mention because it doesn't quite fit the theme? Since technically it's six and not three. No, we're calling, three. We're calling it Final no, Fantasy three. three. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, we now have a new question. Yeah. A uh, new daily question. <laughs> All right. So, Final um, Fantasy three, Super Nintendo, I assume. Uh, yeah, so it was oh, yeah, my first Final exposure. To- so Final Fantasy VI on the Super Nintendo, also known as Final Fantasy III in the U.S. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kidding. I'm done. I'm done with this joke. I'm done. I'm out. So Final Fantasy III. Uh, it was my first exposure to anything outside of a platformer, and it was it, it was it was the first game that I ever actually had to put any effort into reading. That's just, um, this so, is an interesting follow up to the Zelda conversation earlier. Now, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, so, I, so ironically enough, I actually learned how to read like a year after I started playing. <laughs> start playing video games. I really, I guess, I really, really wanted to play other things because it was funny. I started like actually like reading small books to my mom uh, instead of her reading books to me at night, and that was how I learned how to read. We sat down and we and we would get out a book and I would start learning how to read the read, read the words. That's why that's why I think it's 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 funny nowadays because they they're like, oh, your child should know how to read until they're like six or seven, and I'm like, wait a minute, I knew how to read when I was four. Yeah, you I'm just, very confused, the, and I'm like, it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, we had we had checklists for my son. Like, you fill this list of books you you read, we'll we'll get you that game, no problem. Because I want to make sure you're able to read that game because I'm not going to sit here over your shoulder and and read this thing for. You. I'm going to play my own game, so. Yeah, because my daughter's the same way. Because she is, she's six. She's learning how to read. She's doing very well at like picking it up. And uh, it, you know, it's like I said, it's that it's that despair, the distance, I guess, between when we were learning and the and and, and when they're learning now, um, and what the appropriate time to. I just I just had to find to stuff you wanted to read. I, I had to get him like a, these uh, Minecraft books and stuff like that. Well, that was that was a real that was what finally caused it to click for him. I I told her that if she learns how to read before uh before next christmas that i will buy her whichever pokemon game she wants because she really wants to play pokemon i was like i will buy you whichever one you want our plan to be able to read for that yeah our plan well that that, and that was our biggest thing was this year our plan was to get her a switch light because she wants to play video games don't do that my wife and i (laughs) no no i'm serious i'm serious it doesn't matter i i tell you you've you've triggered if ray were here he'd see he would have warned you that this is going to set dan off I, I don't ever. No one ever buy a switch light. Just Why? just get the because it's it's smaller hardware and like what if you ever want to put it on the TV? Just you want to have the option to put it on the TV. You don't have to get the OLED. Just get the regular to, I hate, switch. I hate to tell you, but nowadays they have they they have docks for that that actually that's, uh, put that's, a switch light on TV. Technology is advancing and I don't care because we all, my, my wife has a normal switch and I have a switch OLED. If my daughter ever wants to play something on a television, you're she's gonna be you're all set. Cloud She's storage, family plan, all that. You're good. Okay. Well, well, no. So my primary account sits on my wife's Switch because I don't ever play my Switch uh, offline unless it's I, a cartridge. Again, I can I can do a dissertation for you on this if you'd like. If anybody needs an understanding of how the ridiculous digital plans work for uh, Nintendo with their digital games, you basically just walk through it there. But I'll I'll happily help. But yeah, that's. But yep. So that I think that was that that that's the that was the biggest thing for me. It, it was my first game outside of a platformer that I uh, that that I learned how to read and understood, and uh, I enjoyed it. And I have played quite a few Final Fantasy since then. I haven't played all of them though, which I'm very disappointed in myself. It, this is an all timer though. Like three is one of the you know you got three and seven are, are two of the top picks in uh, in this. I've, 
Yep, I've played three. I've played seven. I've played ten. Ten two. Um, oh, you got to get 13. nine in there. Nine's a nine's an underrated one. Thirteen. Uh, I haven't played. Uh, actually, I think I tried nine, and I didn't care for it as much as. Uh, oh, that's uh, me with eight. So well, I just so we 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 did the little the little but well did we actually did you guys actually did the book club on eight? No, we actually we never got to it. Yeah, they were supposed to do a book club on it, and I started playing it, and and, and it was funny because I everyone like gat like was flabbergasted when Squall showed up in 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 Kingdom Hearts, and I had no idea who he was. I was like, okay, I don't know who this guy is. That's cool. Because I had never played it until in, until we 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 brought this up. Why is like, David Boreanaz moping on my screen in Kingdom Hearts right now? <laughs> it's like I have no idea who this person is. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I didn't I didn't care for nine as much because I played ten and ten two, and then I went back to try nine, and I was oh yeah, it's fan. too it's too late by then. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you cross the threshold. That's interesting. <laughs> you do you should check out though. They they have the pixel remaster. Put that on a wish list somewhere. You can get those first six games localized now for the U.S., which will be confusing um, to you because three will be six in that collection. But uh, but they've got those original games on there, which are still worth like Final Fantasy One, especially. I still, played, I, still holds up too. I played one. I, I I so so I just I just recently I think it was two years ago. Um, I played one on my phone because you can buy them on your phone now. So yeah, I played one and I played one and two on my phone because they're five bucks a piece. I'm like, cool, whatever. So I picked I, up so tactics I one, that way two, too. I just, I, I just wanted to play tactics and couldn't find anywhere else. I just got it on my phone. Yeah. Mm, well, Matt's the man to talk to you about uh, finding. Dude, 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 no evidence. Can we not leave evidence here? I don't need this to be used in discovery. No, no. I, 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 just, I just said finding <laughs> any game you want to find. Matt's the expert. He can find you any game you want. You you want to play? There's yeah, yeah. statute of limitations are enough for things I could refer to with uh, Matt's some of Matt's hookups through the years. <laughs> Moving on. I mean, okay. I mean, I mean, honestly, Matt could probably open the top drawer of his his dresser right there and find and, and probably finds you like every single Star Wars game ever made. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not putting it on a recording. What, what are you? Do you have back these, off. <laughs> do you have this episode one pod pod, pod racers game? <laughs> he pulls no. it out of the top drawer. <laughs> no Republic credits. <laughs> Oh, is this kind of movie reference? Ray's not here to yell at me for a movie reference. Move on to the future. Move on <laughs> to the future, Matt. Hey, it's Dan here with a fresh ad break to let you know that one of our own, they go by Destroy the Grave on channel3.gg, but they are known professionally when they record as Caster Garden. Caster Garden dropping a new recording. Controllers and cartridges coming to Spotify September 30th. You go to c3.gg slash castergarden. It will take you directly to their Spotify page. Not only will you hear their wide range of music, some smooth, some relaxing, some with a little extra intensity, but you'll hear guest spots from users like UXorcist and the founder himself, Joel Willis. Go ahead, make sure you head to c3.gg slash castergarden and listen to the new recording, Controllers and Cartridges. Six, six fresh tracks ready to go. And again, guest spots from fellow Channel 3 users. Check it out. The c3.gg slash castergarden. Back to the future. Back to the future is one game you are looking forward to. And sticking with the theme, you went with the remake of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to this uh, for many, many reasons. Because this is the second game that 
it's kind of it, it is going to so this is the second game in the modern warfare kind of infinity ward set that is going to have a type of survival game this one's going to have zombies the zombies is made by treyarch so treyarch and infinity ward are working together which is which is great i don't know why it never happened before except for extinction so that that's what i'm looking forward to an open world zombies game that has an extraction element similar to the dmz game mode that everyone is enjoying now I'm looking forward to that because the most recent release uh, with Cold War um, being like it had Blackout, which was the the large and it wasn't necessarily open world, but there were very large scale maps. And then you teleported to different worlds throughout the throughout the game mode. But this one's one set big open world map that you play zombies on. Um, so I'm looking forward to playing that with my wife quite quite a bit because at this point, all the old zombies are getting kind of boring. I'm tired of playing the same maps over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, we, we, we there's there's a couple of them that I have never played, and we've we just recently beat. But yeah, this that's that's gonna gonna keep me going for a while in that department. And then just the new the new storyline that they've kind of put together for the the remakes has just blown me away. The time realism and time match to like what we could see today and what actually could happen in today's society is is uncanny um so being being accurate to its depiction is is one of the things i like i'm a, I, I was for everybody that doesn't know i'm i'm a veteran i i've i i enjoy war history i enjoy different facets of mo- modern war memorabilia and, and and different weapon system stuff so that like when when a game says modern warfare and it is time accurate it tickles my fancy a little bit so what's interesting is you know i had played through two and the storyline really gripped me and then i tried playing through three and it i dropped it part way it it sounds like they're making some changes to the way that the stories are being told or what's included yeah so the new cool thing about this this one coming up is they're they're trying to innovate a little bit and they're doing it's it's kind of like a loadout based story mission. So essentially, um, there are certain missions. That I think they're all they're called open combat missions, if I'm correct. And they essentially you can go in silent. Like you can set up your loadout. You can go in with all suppressed weapons. You can go in silent and complete the objective that way. Or you can go in like you can equip a grenade launcher and an LMG and go in guns blazing. And that changes the aspect on how that mission is going to play be played and and while accomplishing, I'm guessing the same, if not the almost the exact same objective, just in different ways. So, if you're a splinter cell type of person that enjoys stealth combat and stuff like that, then those missions are going to cater more towards you. But if you're like somebody that just wants to go in Duke Nukem style and just blow everything up and start flipping people off, then yeah, then 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 that's going to be the that's going to be your your shtick. So they're they're really opening it up and innovating it because there's not any other shooter that's really done that that's giving you that option, and that's the biggest thing that a lot of people complain about when it comes to um, shooting games as as a whole in their campaigns is it's usually a fixed set loadout. So you being able to take in whatever you prefer for that mission is 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 a really good change. So with that said, did you play the original one a lot, or are you just looking forward to this new version? I've played I've played through all all of them uh, except for like Call of Duty one two 
like the big one or whatever the, the yeah like the original call of duties i didn't play through like one and two like world at war modern warfare the original and modern warfare 2 and then these most recent adaptations i, I i've played through all of those and i really in, I, I really enjoyed this most recent remake because it, it it's it's a different story that, that 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 that's it's a different story with the same characters which is what i think a remake should be all right well, on to a quest. We take a question from the Channel 3 History Books and pick it for you here to discuss. Recently, uh, actually their podcast episode will have been last week by the time you hear this. Uh, we have a user who goes by Dennis2130 and he suggested a, a series of quests to us where we take video game characters and pit them against each other. Not in a Smash Brothers style, not, not in a straight fight, but in ridiculous situations. So we, we went with Mario versus Sonic, for instance, in a debate. Who would win a debate? But this week, so it'll be a little bit uh, after uh, after you hear this recording, we proposed a question here and asked, in the NFL Combine, who would do better, Meowsles or Fish Thick from Fortnite and why? Oh, oh, oh yeah, I did answer that. So, so, so Meowsles, that man would make a hell of a quarterback. He's got, the, he's got that, like, Tom Brady build. He's got like the 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 the, the slightly built biceps with like the like the skinny limber like lo- forearms and and like a little bit of a chest but not too much. He's not so too is, big. It, it's the TB12 Tom Brady, not the Tom not not the combine Tom Brady then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I did want to ask you though, but the, you you also had mentioned your uh, being that you know achievement trophy certainly a, a topic of discussion that's come up with you uh, plenty of times previously elsewhere. Uh, I have to ask you, what your favorite game achievement trophy? What what was that one? Uh, my favorite gamer achievement trophy. Well, <laughs> so 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 there's there, there's a running joke. I don't own a PlayStation anymore. Um, Not everyone's perfect. I, it's okay. And I only have one platinum trophy, and it is in the most rat plattiest game of all time. That. That that a couple of our other friends find to be like their 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 prize winning game that's ever been made. It's uh, called My Name Is Mayo. So it is my only platinum trophy. And the whole premise of the game is tapping a mayo jar. Just you tap the lid of a mayo jar the whole time. That's all it is. And I <laughs> you just sit there. It's it's like a visual novel essentially, but you try to hit the button as fast as you can so you can get through it. Um and and then it's funny. It's actually kind of funny and it's kind of. Uh, creative because it 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 after you tap the mayo jar it puts a different outfit on and it does like some some obscene things like I, one was like like wearing a cow like a cow udder with a bikini and stuff it was just like some off something off the wall it's just a mayo jar with a cat with, with cow udders and a bikini on and you're just tapping the lid just tap 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 the lid how long does the game take uh, i think it took I think it's like 2,500 taps. So however long it takes you to hit 2,500, hit your X button 2,500 times and then like click through all of like the challenges. Cause you have to go through the challenges and see like you have to tap this Mayo jar with this outfit on like 10 times. And then this one with this one, 50 times. And then this one a hundred times. And then this one, it, 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 I think it took me a total of like 33 minutes of just not stopping tapping the X button. 33 minutes for a yes. platinum trophy. There you go. People. Oh, it, takes, it would take Daryl and Tricky even less than that because you know, and just they just they just little flip their little their little switch and just hit it once. And just... This is why I don't earn platinums. The whole system's devalued. 
I did. I honestly, I did it just so, just so they would get off of my back because I'd never gotten, I never gotten a platinum. And the only, I think there's only one game on the Xbox that I've gotten the complete thousand G's on, and it's and it's Apex. So it's it's a bro game. It's not like an, it's not like a real like RPG hardcore game. So they, they just give me crap. So now I technically have a thousand G's on one and a platinum on the other, and that's it. Nice. Well. We're now onto that part of the show that I've listened to enough that I know that Ray and Dan like to ask their guests, what's your favorite Channel 3 feature? So I like, I, I, honestly, I really like the post of the day. Your, your, your post of the day is, is probably one of my favorite things because that lets you scroll around and recognize somebody for something either creative or something that motivated you for the day. Um, I've, I know I think, I think I've given Dan, I've probably given Dan a couple. I know I've given, I know I've given Joel quite a few, but you know, Joel's the one that kind of, yeah, he's kind of Joel. Joel Stock. It's amazing. <laughs> Joel creates the post of the day system, and here he is running the table on it. You know? <laughs> right, and and well, and, and it was funny too because uh, I actually I just happened to hopped into one of Joel's Twitch streams for the first time, and it was ironically enough the end of this like the end of this this last season's wheel spins. And I was at work, so I caught like the last ten or fifteen minutes of it. And he was like, "Oh, hey, did you know you get a wheel spin?" And I was like, "I had, I, I was like, I knew I had one. I had no idea if I won anything or did anything." Uh, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you won." And 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 of course, I, I don't, I don't want anything cool like a tagline or a gift. I get to give everybody else XP. Hey, Why do I want to do that? I like hey. being, I, I like being up there on the leaderboard. I think, I, actually, I think I've given you and 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 Matt both. My my two my 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 two thousands that I picked up from last season. Hey, you got to You got to save those. You get people sucking up to you in this XP race. You get people getting close to a close to a wheel spin. They're gonna they're gonna go for it. You know. Well, I got three thousand XP to give somebody this season. Challenge somebody to a little uh, little bonus duel there and make them make them come get it. Take it from your uh, cold dead hands. They can take it from my Marvel Snap at Cold Dead Hands. Oh, don't. Oh, dear. No, yeah, no, we're not talking about Marvel Snap. Ooh, no, that, you that's get, a whole different podcast. Yeah, you want to get people <laughs> riled up. There's White Thunder's going to come looking for you the second this is over, assuming he's not somewhere in the Arctic Circle when this, uh, it's gonna, when this drops. It's going to be a Yu-Gi-Oh! one-turn kill. You're never <laughs> going to make it to round six. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was just, he's just going to drop Galactus on turn one. There you go. Board go boom, boom. All right. Well, let's see if I can do Ray justice on this. But uh, thank you, Zach. You can find him on Channel 3 under the Bearded Nerd, where threes are in the place of E's on Bearded and Nerd. That's the best way I can explain that. You can find the podcast at c3.gg slash podcast, dropping every Wednesday at 3.33 a.m. I have not been Ray. I have been Ender Phoenix with Dan, who puts this whole thing together. Executive producer Joe Willis. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) 